The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Um, assemble! You are watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from Fantastic Forum Studios, Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you stick with us. We'll have you take it up a notch. You have half of the usual suspects in the building first. He is a riddle inside of an enigma, trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Indeed. As for myself, I am your humble servant, Lawrence Young, a.k.a. Mayor Young. Uh, yeah. Uh, we are late. <laughs> I did see Hex comment. Late, late AF. And uh, yeah, we are late. We had some technical difficulties in true fantastic form fashion. Uh, yes, it was my fault. I'll say that since you know Mo's not here. In in the spirit of Moses, uh, in the spirit of Oz, I'll say something about. Uh, I don't know what would Oz say. I, I what I what I what came to mind was something along the lines of like, the later the berry, the sweeter the show. But I don't know why Oz would say that. He. He, <laughs> he, well, and either way, it's late, but it's worth the wait because we got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking to you all about the latest installments of What If. So uh, if you've been watching Marvel's What If, we're going to talk about some of these, these episodes, including the one that came out today. So we're going to be doing that. Uh, also, we are going to be talking about uh, the Star Wars, the High Republic edge of balance manga so i don't know what happened i was about to say manga but <laughs> manga so we're gonna be talking about that today as well as the um the which i guess the manga as well uh happy happy kanako's killer life is that right jay did i say it right yes yeah that's what i'm talking about Woo! That's what I'm talking about. All right. So we got all of that coming up for you, for you, as well as the latest and greatest in comic book news, and of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. So feel free to go ahead, hit us up, let us know what it is that you want to talk about. Uh, if you're wondering, oh, well, before we do all that, though, we want to make sure we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, who without him, this show would not have happened. So shout out to Scott Rubin. Thank you, good sir. Uh, also, even though we did do it a little bit earlier, shout out to Moses, shout out to Oz. They're both uh indisposed at this time unfortunately but hopefully uh one or both will be back next week so yeah but in the meantime if you want to get down with fantastic forum you're you can watch us if you're watching us on twitch if you're watching us uh on youtube you can just go ahead and put the chat uh into the into either one of those actually and we will take it uh, out of chat and bring it to the show, such as uh, insert, insert witty chat comment here, Jay. Uh, Tiger Claw says, what's up, Fantastic Forum? What you thought of the trailer for the Hawkeye series? Hawkeye saves Christmas. <laughs> Look, 
did 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 uh, uh, did Tiger Claw just mess around and give that joint a subtitle? Just out of nowhere, he's like, "Hawkeye saves Christmas." I mean, it makes <laughs> sense. Like judging by what the trailer showed, he's yeah. going out saving Christmas. It it, it is Christmas time. I don't, I don't know if he's out saving Christmas as much as trying to have Christmas with his family, apparently. And so, you know, it's interesting. That That's an interesting, uh, it, it's an interesting premise, especially for, for Hawkeye, just because in the comics, like, it's not like, I can't say that Hawkeye notoriously doesn't have a family. It's just one of those things where he just doesn't. And so, you know, it, like, the, the his wife and children are definitely... A, a big factor that separates MCU Hawkeye from 616 Hawkeye. And so that's that's an interesting premise. I like it. And I also, like, I feel like it's interesting how that might play into the idea of like, hey, maybe I do want to take on a protege, you know, because it's like, I maybe, maybe don't want to do this anymore, you know, so I can be with my family and not have to worry about, you know, have them in hiding all the time and friggin' them accidentally getting assassinated because of something I do. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was an interesting trailer. Like, don't get me wrong. It did. I won't say, I'll say this. It didn't knock my socks off, but it, it seemed like it was interesting. It's not like I was like, you know, uh, uh, by no means does it look like a bad show. And then on top of that, of course, it's like Marvel Studios at this point, it's kind of like, Listen, you we we need these fools to miss a couple times before we're like, oh, we don't we're not sure if they have it anymore. You know, <laughs> you know, it's like they make they've they've been so consistent with what they've been putting out that it's like there's no reason to doubt Hawkeye as a show. But what I will say is this initial trailer is like it didn't knock my socks off. I think that the show's still gonna be great. It's just maybe the initial trailer's not that great. They're holding they're holding some stuff back. I know Black Widow's sister was conspicuously absent. Right from the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolute, absolute. And so you know, who knows? And I, I'm hoping that with these trailers that they put out, because I'm, you know, we know they'll put out at least another, at least another one, probably a, a second trailer before the show. Actually, well, actually, wait, wait, when's the show come out? I don't remember. Do you November. Remember? Oh, okay, yeah. So they'll put out a second, maybe even a third trailer before the show actually airs, uh, or starts airing, I should say. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that they mess around and pull a Shang-Chi and, you know, like keep <laughs> a lot of stuff to the, like, uh, you know, close to the vest, you know, even though Oz mystically was able to determine the entire plot of the story from all these trailers, which I'm like, okay, man, if you say so, I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. Uh, what's Big Man in chat saying? Uh, Big Man 24-7 says, the Marvel shows have been hit or missed. A Hawkeye show compared to the others has a chance to be good, or at least short, like the others that had only six episodes. <laughs> Big Man is like, hey, man, it, it's, it, it has a chance to be good, but it, either way, it probably won't stick up the place for too long. You know what I'm saying? It's like We can forget that after about a month and a half and be like, yeah, remember that thing? Nah, we don't remember. <laughs> I, listen, I, I mean, I would venture to ask Big Man, like, the shows have been hit or miss. I mean, realistically, if we're talking about Marvel, like, if we're talking about Marvel Studio shows, there's only been two so far, right? No, there's been at oh, least Oh, no, three. Because what if? 
No, Loki. Oh, him. Wow. Loki. Okay. No, right. Okay. Scarlet Four. Witch and uh, Captain America and Winter Falcon. <laughs> what, wait, what happened, Jay? <laughs> Scarlet, you're like Scarlet Vision and Captain America Winter Falcon? It's a Scarlet Witch. Yeah, like, not I the name of the show. The name of her show. Got it. I okay. I remember it, so I just said her. Oh, okay. Then said Captain and then America and the Winter Soldier. No, no, you didn't Even say no Winter Soldier. What did I say? You said the Winter Falcon. You know what? That does sound like what I said. Yeah, you said the Winter Falcon, which I'm not mad at. I'm like, a Winter Falcon actually sounds like a cool thing. Like, I'm like, I don't know <laughs> if that's like an animal that exists in the wild, but I'm like, I would like to see a Winter Falcon and see what that looks like. Like, in my mind, I'm like, Winter Falcon is like, basically a black winter soldier with wings and i'm like word I, look <laughs> <laughs> I'm like i i want i think i want to see that now like i like especially if like it has like the one metal arm and it's shiny but the wings are like maybe like black or something like that i'm like dude i'm like that's like some whole silverhawks kind of vibes right there i'm with it <laughs> dude, i heard they're making a new one i heard that like, too one's got plans and I wonder and if listen, we're going to do the space trivia at the end of each episode. Like I'm, I'm going to go. Cartoon. I'm going to 100 percent go with no on that. <laughs> It'll be it will be space trivia at the end, and it will actually be Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, in <laughs> in in full Silver Hawk regalia, giving that space fact at the end of every episode. Like he's going to have like just it'll just be Neil deGrasse Tyson's face with like the metal. <laughs> Damn, that actually sounds hilarious, and I think I want to see that now too. Damn, I'm coming up uh, with all of these. Yeah, answering the question I had in my head, uh, he says WandaVision had a bad start for me, but got good. Falcon was great, and Loki was disappointing to me. Mm. So, now wait, the question that you had on your head in your head was. What shows he disliked or didn't like? Like that was that that was the question was that was in your head? Yeah, like he said, some of the shows were hit and miss, and I yeah. loved all these shows. So I was like, well, which one? I wonder which ones he oh. thought were misses. Okay, you now you heard me ask that question out loud too, though, right? No. Oh, okay, no, Joe. I Joe, you you know you're the only other one here right now. You can't. I listen. I need you. <laughs> just like man, Jay, Jay's like, I'll be listening to this show. Jay, it's literally just me and you right now. Like, if you don't listen to the show right now, I'm doing a solo show. I'm out here like 100% Bobby Blackwolf in it, and I don't know if I can do that. No, you know, that's no old... <laughs> I am here with you. Oh, okay, thank you, but I appreciate you. <laughs> you know, I I do have to monitor chat, and I've got like all yeah. the directing things and. That's how Carl was talking about today's Wi-Fi was interesting. And uh -oh. Uh -oh, it ended dude. up being okay, a so... typo. Oh, okay. So, like, <laughs> I gotta keep up with everything that's going on. He was trying to say what if, but then yeah. Wi-Fi. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, Jay, listen. I appreciate I got you. A bunch you are... of, I got a lot of people to listen to. You are doing a lot. That is 100 percent true. And that's because like my computer's down. And so, unfortunately, I can't even share the duties with you, which, you know, Jay, you're out here doing, like, 
you're, you're Moses, you're Oz, you're Jay, look, and, and half of Mary Young. So <laughs> it's like, I appreciate you, man. Listen, okay. I, I'm more just picking at you because I can. But look, I, it, it's already made for some interesting moments because, I, like I said, I feel like I, I wish we had um, like enough fans where somebody would do like fan art that would mess around and be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, we. You know, you, Jay said uh, uh, Winter Falcon, so we just drew this. <laughs> I, like, I, wish we, I wish we had that kind of fan base where, you know, before the show was over, somebody had the Winter Falcon <laughs> art that they could set, send into the show before the show was over. We'll, we'll get there one day. We're not there yet. And that's okay. That's not a, 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 a any kind of diss to our current audience, because we love you all, like all, all six of you. I, I will, I would invite you all to the house after the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but what I'm saying is that, you know, I know that that's like one of those things where I feel like when we get to a certain level, we'll have like, Jay will say things like that. And before the show's done, somebody will be like, oh, here, here's the Winter Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you know. So yeah, Tiger man. Claws talking about what if. Should we jump into it? Uh, yeah, real quick. If you want to get down with the show, go to fantasticforum.live. Hit the call-in button, and you will be right now coveted third member of Fantastic Forum. Very seldom does somebody get to be the third member of Fantastic Forum because usually there's only like one of us gone, if at all. But uh, yeah, man. Two, the, the forum's down to by half. So if you want to be a third member of Fantastic Forum, you can uh, hit the call-in button either at fantasticforum.live or, you know, we might I might have put a link into one of the other joints too. But either way, call in fantasticforum.live. All right, let's go, jump into what if. Uh, oh, damn, we don't have, we don't even have, whatchamacallit, uh, review music. Because I have no computer. Huh? We should sit in silence and then Mo can add it on post. <laughs> Sounds good. Here we go. Moment of silence. <laughs> I don't remember how long the thing is. I don't listen. I I'm I, I, I'm mad at myself. I'm like, damn it! I I messed up the silence. <laughs> anyway, let's get into it. Marvel's What If, uh, the latest Marvel series currently going on. I don't even know how many episodes are left. Uh, I think we're in, what, five? this is episode five? Yeah, I think I it, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's episode five that came out today. Uh, you know, when we talked about it last, I think we were talking about uh, uh, only had gone up to episode like, oh, episode three, I'm pretty sure, right? So, um, actually, it might be two. I don't even remember. But either way, there's a couple episodes at least have aired since we talked about What If last. Um, and, uh, yeah, let, let, let's just talk about the series in general because since last we talked about it, we had uh, Marvel Zombies. Uh, we had... Wait, did, did we, we didn't do... Uh, yeah, we did talk about the murder mystery one, right? With, with, yes. Um, yeah. Okay. So we did talk. Uh, we did talk about that, but since then we had Marvel Zombies. Well, I mean, yeah. With with the what if the the Avengers got 
murdered or whatever. Oh, right, right. Yeah, we did talk yeah. about that. Yeah, we did talk about that one. So, yeah, so there's been two episodes since we talked about it last. And uh, that's the Marvel Zombies episode. And then today we had what if uh, Killmonger had saved Tony Stark. So um, what what did you think of the Marvel Zombies episode, Jay? Oh, Marvel Zombies was actually pretty fun. Like, uh-huh. I, it could have been funner, obviously. <laughs> it's a Disney level zombie fun. Um, but yeah, just seeing like the heroes eating people, and I love, I I really love it that it's the fact that the Avengers were the first to go into trouble is why they were eaten first. Like, yeah. Because it makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah. they're first on the scene to try and help, and they become zombies and start killing people. Right. And they keep their abilities. Like, that was actually pretty awesome. Like, zombies yeah. with the shield. Like, mm-hmm. dude, like, so fun. Yeah. That's actually a carryover from the comic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which that was interesting because I felt like that was the, uh, the only, well, not the only part, but. It was like they kept their abilities, which I appreciated. But in, if I'm remembering right, in Marvel Zombies, they they kept their intelligence, and that's not to say that that wasn't the case in in this what if version, because obviously you know they're using the skills and they're they, you know the zombies aren't dumb, but like they could talk and everything. Like the zombies were basically like. A version of that person, but or in in a comic, they were a version of that person that just all of a sudden had that insatiable hunger for for flesh, you know. So it's mm-hmm. like imagine if you were a zombie, but you know all of a sudden you had an uncontrollable urge to eat, or you're a regular person, but you had an uncontrollable urge to bite people. Yeah. I think the way you explained it to me was the less they eat, the more like zombieish they get. And then when they do eat, they kind of come back to normal-ish. That sounds about right. Yeah, because that was like one of the plot points, if I'm not mistaken. Like they had to eat in order to be like smart or like more themselves to try to figure out like, okay, can we like, do something to fix this. Right. They had, to, they had to feed. So I like, and you know, there was like, I was, there was a part of me that was kind of hoping that a little bit of that would be a part of the plot point, but I could understand, especially given the amount of time they have, why they didn't go into all that. Like, you know, changing the medium, right? Like a, a animated short isn't, doesn't have the room for all that necessarily. Right. Uh, speaking yeah. of the short form kind of being a detriment, uh, today's <laughs> episode, uh, what if Killmonger saved Tony Stark? I kind of felt like that, like, part of it is definitely the writing, but part of it is the short form. Like, this would have been, like, a really good uh, issue, like, episode one. Where they mm. just kind of like they set something up, 
and then it would get better as it goes along. Yeah. And here it just doesn't well because it's a one shot and it's as a one shot, it's not great. Like I actually thought it was pretty dull. Um really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. But if it were like in episode one, I would be like a little more excited. Like right. it seemed like it was going places or it had places to go. Right. But because it's short form, it's just yeah, like this episode wasn't really doing it for me. Right. See, I, I'd have. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to ask. What did you think? Oh, I was going to say I, I would have to to disagree a little bit. Not in the sense that you're right that the the episode definitely had places to go, and you know it. Like I, you and I, I think had the same feeling in the sense that it left me wanting more. You know, at the end, but I don't feel like that was a bad thing because it's like I felt like. It, it did what it was supposed to do as a short in a way where it was just like, yeah, like it kind of gives you that cliffhanger and you're like in your mind, you're like, oh man, they could go all kinds of directions with this. And to me, that felt like a good thing. Like now at the same time, I can understand, I think where you're coming from because especially like the character of Killmonger in this is doing a lot of machinations. You know what I'm saying? Like he's doing a lot of like, uh, plans on top of plans on top of plans, and you're kind of like, you're like as the 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 episode goes further, you're seeing like the layers of what he's trying to do. And for me, I found that really interesting and entertaining. Like I was like, like it it made it gave a a like it was the same character that that we saw in Black Panther. It just, it was just that, you know, because you're seeing him in a completely different setting, it gives like a different dimension to that character to me. And I'm like, that's very cool. Like, I, I really enjoyed it personally. And I definitely at the end was like, man, I really want to know what's going to happen next. But that felt like a good thing to me. Like the episode did the job it was supposed to do, which was like intrigue me and want me to want more. But I can understand from your perspective, you're like, hey, it's like all you did was tease me. Like it, it sounds to me like you would have preferred all of the stuff that you saw that was like expanded, maybe condensed, uh, to like maybe you know half the the episode length, so you could get the other half to see what happens next. Um, kind of, not really. Like on the like it was definitely on the disinterested side in that. Like, like I said, the the machinations they were interesting, kind of, mm. but at the same time, it's like I I don't know. I just for some reason I just couldn't get or I didn't get that into it. Mm. Um, and and it did have its moments, and it wasn't like terrible. Mm -hmm. Um. This kind of, I just felt like it was really lackluster. Like, I don't know. I just, it just didn't really do anything for me. That's fair. Well, hey, man, it's different strokes for different folks. Like, I can't be mad at you, but I, I, I you know, 
it's like for me, it's like that stuff was like right up my alley. Like I love that kind of storytelling and watching a character like manipulate people a little bit. You know what I mean? And especially when they're like smart, capable people, because it's like you know, obviously Tony Stark is Tony Stark, so it's not like that thing where they didn't like play Tony Stark out of character where he just got duped. You know, it's like Tony Stark was smart enough to figure out what was going on and unfortunately, you know, wasn't able to follow through on on what he was trying to have happen. So, you know, it's like, but that's good. That's right. good writing because you could always mess around and, and make your smart character do stupid things and then you're just like, you know, you're there watching stuff like, why would such and such that's supposed to be a genius <laughs> do this ridiculously dumb thing? And it's like, okay, like, no, like, you know, the dude, like, I felt like both the people that wrote this episode both understood Killmonger and they both understood Tony Stark. And it's like, if they're going to play off of each other, how to make it so that both of the characters are serviced well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chat says, let's not forget that huge surprise at the end of the zombie episode. I, I don't remember the huge surprise. Like, too too bad, Tiger Claw. We've already forgotten it. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm I'm sure it was like, was it a, a a Galactus thing or something like that? Like, or oh yeah, I think it was something like that. Like yeah, like I'm sure it was something like that. Zombie. Yeah, something like, you know, like you could tell us what it is, Tiger Claw, if you want. Spoilers for those that maybe haven't watched it yet, but you know. You know, like these, you know, I, think they're... You're right. I think it was Galactus was a zombie. Yeah. Oh no, Thanos. Oh, there it, it is. Yeah, zombie Thanos. Yeah, yeah. You know, and see, that's the thing. I doubt. Actually, I, I, I'm kind of feeling. There's a part of me that's like, I guess that could happen, but uh, the, there was another part of me that's like, no, no, no. That feels like a little cheap ending. That's a little like. Uh, I won't say. I won't say like fan service, but it's more like it's an unearned kind of ending where it's like, you know, it feels like something they think they can get away with as opposed to something where you're like, oh, wow, like, you know, <laughs> of course it's zombie Thanos, you know, <laughs> but okay, you know. I will also mention, Jay, uh, this was actually episode six because there was the Doctor Strange episode, right? Mm-hmm. And we didn't talk about the Doctor Strange episode. Did we? I feel like I don't think so. You know, we might have talked about it off show. Oh, maybe I that's what we're talking about it. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're. I think I think we did talk about it off show, but there there was the Doctor Strange episode, which I believe that was episode four, actually. Um, and you know that was like the first episode where they went dark. <laughs> because right before that. It was like everything, and it was. It wasn't like it was like, you know. I mean, the Avengers getting murdered isn't exactly light fair. Or maybe actually, you know what? Maybe you know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't look. I'm getting all confused. If if someone in the chat wants to help me out and let me know which episode came first, like which one was episode three, which one was episode four, feel free. But either way, I feel like we we didn't talk about it a lot. So, you know, but that Doctor Strange episode was good too. Um, so I have the episode list mm -hmm. and, uh, it's what if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? What if T'Challa right. became Star-Lord? 
Right. What if the world lost its mightiest heroes? Right. Okay. Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands. Mm -hmm. What if zombies? What if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? Okay. So yeah, I think I think episode four, five, and six is what we didn't talk about on the show. I think you and I talked about Doctor Strange together. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we talked about that on the show, and so. Yeah, that, that, that episode. Yeah, that it was, was really, really good. good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What yeah, did you like about good. it? Like, what 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 made it stand out for you as far as like you know? Because obviously this this is the most excited you've gotten so far. Oh, talking about these it, episodes, it was just so dark. Like, <laughs> I love how we could not save that woman no matter how we tried. Like, literally brings the world to ruin trying to save this woman who is not happy to be saved in the mm-hmm. decaying like oh man it was so good and that episode had a really good use of the watcher like mm-hmm. we see him in the background of a lot of these episodes but his placement in that one was just kind of like it just felt really big yeah. Real. And yeah. then at the end where he tries or Strange tries bargaining with the watcher to help yeah. him fix his mess. Like yeah. So good. Like I, yeah. I love that episode. Yeah. No, no, I agree with you one hundred percent, man. It, it's it was a great episode. Um one of the standout portions of that episode is they have a uh and this is both from a story perspective and an animation perspective, as far as I'm concerned, is they have a montage of Doctor Strange like like learning how to uh, like capture and absorb the energy, like the life force of different mystical beings, like mystical creatures. And like it has like literally it cuts the scenes will cut from him like the creature coming in and then him absorbing it and like it will cut to a version of him that's like combined with that creature and they start doing that like at first they do it slowly where it's like you like it it kind of establishes like okay he's conjuring these these mystical creatures and then he's like stealing their life force and then they kind of come like become a part of him and as he keeps doing that, they end up like speeding up the process because he's able to do like bigger creatures and they show it faster. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's just like creature lifesteal than a creature version of, of Dr. Strange. And it just like starts flashing like really quick. And I'm just like, dude, like I remember sitting there watching that, like this is amazing storytelling right here. Like it's good stuff. Yeah, man, that's a great episode. Oops. Uh, Tiger Claw <laughs> says they released a mid-season trailer this week that shows bits of the next episodes, and it seems they might be teasing some of the Avengers from the different universes teaming up. Did yeah, yeah, I mean... season trailer? I, I did not see it, but I, I don't remember if it was Mo or Oz. I feel like one of them had mentioned that, like, that eventually there's going to be an episode that's going to have multiple different versions of these people that we've been seeing which 
I would definitely welcome. Like, you know, that's like some exiles kind of vibes, you know, to it. Or, uh, you know, for those that have never heard of Exiles, that was a comic book back in the day, of, uh, an X-Men book that had like alternate reality versions of the X-Men on all on one team that would hop from reality to reality. So, yeah, a great that book. One it, by hope, right? Nah, man, listen. Hope, hope. It's not in a book that good, man. You know this. No. The, the, she was doing the, that, but she was doing that at one point, right? Hopping from reality to reality? Hope was hopping through timelines. Oh. So, yeah, so th there is that. Like That's when she was being chased by Bishop. Like, Cable had hope. And they're being chased through time, basically. No, by Bishop. I mean, like, she led a team of X Men. I don't remember Hope. Not. I don't remember Hope leading a team of X Men through time. It could have happened. I mean, it, you know, I, I, I was not a big Hope Summers fan. So it's oh, like. No. <laughs> I, I mean, really, but we say that like there was a good reason to be a Hope Summers fan. It's like, yeah. She, I like what they do with her now in the Kokoa era. The Kokoa era, Hope Summers is is kind of cool with me. Even though I read an X Men comic book today and she's like spouting off to Professor X, and I'm like, <sighs> you know, <laughs> it's like no, like she can do it because she is like the de facto leader of the Five, which is like the group of mutants that like handle all of the resurrection of all the X Men. So it's like. She has like the kind of clout where she would feel comfortable doing that. And that was the kind of person she was already, like from before. So it's like, you know, it didn't make sense when she would do it before. It makes more sense now. So whatever. You know. Okay. But uh, no, no, the 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 most or not the most famous, but generally speaking, when people think about who was leading the exiles, probably most people either think about um Age of Apocalypse Blink or a version of Sabretooth, you know, or, 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 you know, like, I think originally, I think Age of Apocalypse Blink and Saber, Age of Apocalypse Sabretooth were both the leader of the Exiles, I think. And, and keeping in mind that Age of Apocalypse Sabretooth is a good guy. So, yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, that's neither here okay. nor there. Back, back, back to what if. I know. <laughs> Wait, that's what we we're talking about, right? We we're talking about what if, right? So yeah, yeah, I would love, I would love to see different like versions of those heroes come together and just to see what, like, I, I don't need it to be like episodes and episodes of it, but I would an, an episode where that happens. Yeah, I would love to see that, especially if they want to make it like a little longer because it's like more people. Like, yeah, go for mm. it. Yeah. Okay. So. But yeah, man. Um. So you weren't so much feeling this latest episode of What If Jay? You loved the Doctor Strange episode, uh, and then in between that, we had the Zombies episode. Which, what, what's your feeling like? But like, is it somewhere in between those two episodes, or? Um, I uh. Oh, part of Jay's house. Sorry. No um, problem. It's my first day. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. 
like I, I really like the zombies episode. Maybe not as much as the Doctor Strange, but pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually really enjoyed the Sharon Carter episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Yeah, I thought it was a great way to start, too. Yeah. And, yeah, like, all in all, overall, like, this has just been really good. Like, Mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I know for me, like, I've really been enjoying the What A Series just across the board, like. I haven't watched an episode yet that I was like, oh, uh, you know, I could have take, I, I could have left this. It's like I every episode I've seen, I'm like, no, I, I wish I had seen it. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm happy I watched it, and I would feel like if knowing what I missed, I would have felt bad about missing it. You know, there's moments here or there where I'm just like, oh, I don't know. But like I said, the, I, honestly, I feel like the the Marvel Zombies Thanos ending is probably like. That for me was like, oh, I'm not sure if they earned that, and that was that was it. But at the same time, I'm like, eh, it's a short, it's a short story, you know. What I'm saying it's like, in the same way, like, like I, I almost look at these, I don't look at at these uh, episodes as much as like the same way I would look at a, a issue of What If, because I feel like a, a What If issue, whether you're talking about classic What If or even the more current What Ifs, which are multiple, like a most of them are like multiple installments of a uh, like an alternate take on an event story or something like that. But I don't think of these these episodes as much as like either one of those versions of the actual comic, as much as these feel like almost like like really good backup stories that you get in a book, you know, where it's like after you've already had like the main comic. It's like they put it like another, you know, maybe like 10 page story or something like that or a 15 page story. Right. Uh, and and that's what these what us feel like. And so because of because it has that feel to me, it's like I kind of give it a little bit of leeway. Like, yeah, you didn't earn the Thanos ending, but it's OK. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not going to make a big stink about it, you know. Right. You know, you're like, we gotta end we gotta end up, we gotta end the episode somehow. Right. <laughs> it's like and they're like, this feels like a cool way to end it. And it's like, okay, you're right. I guess if if that's what you like, if that's what we're doing, just let's just figure out a cool high note to end on. Okay, that's a cool high note to end on. It's like it doesn't matter that it's like disconnected from everything else, kind of. <laughs> so Right. So cool. So I look, you got anything else to say about what if? Um, no, I was just thinking just now, like, Zombie Wakandans might have been a better ending than Zombie yeah. Thanos. Yeah, which, you know, I mean, and that's the thing where it's kind of like, okay, I mean, it the, the, the zombie, like, obviously, the time that it was set in was the time Thanos was coming to, to Earth to get the Infinity Gems, you know, or if you want to call them stones. Or Zombie Widows. Huh? Or Zombie Widows. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I, I, like, because, because you had, like, 
you had Bruce Banner going down during that moment, and you have uh uh friggin um oh jeez, I'm forgetting the names of of my Black Order people. Um, damn it! Like I'm, they're all they're all mulling around in my head, and then also too, like the big guy, <laughs> the the big guy, they changed his name. I think, because, or at least they changed it from what it was in the comic. Because I think they gave him the name of a different one. Because I, I don't know. I feel like he was super giant in the comic, but I don't know. But either way, like you had the, you know, the same people that the same fight that um, uh, they had in Avengers: uh, Infinity War, where you have like you know the psychic the telekinetic dude that I can't think of his name right now all of a sudden crazy um and then the other guy like fighting in the street but you know they got they got gotten by the zombies right and in my mind I guess it's kind of like yeah Thanos is going to come still and he's going to be like what happened to my people but I don't feel like Thanos is going to mess around and go down there and get gotten and become a zombie like that's not going to happen <laughs> Thanos is like, not only is Thanos, like, way too smart for that, but just from a tactical perspective, like, Thanos isn't going to just beam down to Earth and be like, where are my people? <laughs> you know? Or they send his daughters like, down. Look, or use some sort of scanning device or something. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, like, they're gonna, he's going to look before he leaks. And he's going to be like, oh, there's zombies down there. And I'm not saying that he's going to be like, oh, well, I'm not going to go down there because there's zombies because it's Thanos. But he's going to be ready for zombies. Like, it's Thanos. Like, they, why? Like, what? Thanos is not friggin' random walking, the Walking Dead character. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, oh, right. he got bit on the ankle. They got him. You know? <laughs> you know, it's like, that's not, that's not how Thanos, like, Thanos is going to make sure that, okay, there's obviously some sort of affection here. I'm going to take all the, the necessary precautions to make sure that I don't get it. And so that's kind of for me where I'm like, okay, yeah, that's, that's how you don't earn that joint. <laughs> now, like, my question is a, it's a comic book question. Mm -hmm. Does Thanos get any credit with death for killing zombies? <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Yeah, so, I feel like zombies zombies are undead. So he should yeah, so he should be avoiding Earth if it's full of zombies. Oh. Like Listen, if, uh, in the comic. If he was to go to Earth yeah. and they were full of zombies, he would should just bounce. If death yeah. isn't even gonna appreciate it. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Like like there's no there's no good reason for him to go down there other than he's like, okay, I still need to get these infinity gems, right? And, you know, a planet full of zombies is not a good reason for Thanos not to go get infinity gems. Like, he'll go get them. But he's going to be successful. <laughs> is the whole thing. Like, not, there's no, like, there's no zombie that can, like, the, the non-zombie Avengers can stop him from getting all the infinity gems. 
So why would the zombie ones be able to do it? You know what I mean? Like these fools are hungry. They're not focused. You know what I'm saying? Like they, <laughs> like they can't. They're not going to be able to do it. So I don't like. That's why. Why you know? I think that was the thing for me. And you know, that's like I said. This is a little bit more me overanalyzing because that's what I do as a comic book fan. And you know, but I'm just like, okay. It's well, like maybe this. Hawkeye could have got him. No, what, Jay? What do you mean? How? Like, if like how gonna not on the arrow? Yeah, but wh- how, why would Thanos get shot by an arrow? If he's not looking, if he's distracted by Thor. Yeah, like I don't know. No, nah, I don't. I don't <laughs> even maybe. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm not buying it. But hey, it's it's a story. It's a Look, it's a, it's a backup story, so I'll let it slide. <laughs> I'll let it slide. All right. Um, I mean, we're not uh, we're not trying to rate what if, are we? Nah, just general impressions of the. Yeah, just talking so about it. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for whatever comes next, though, because like, I, and that's the thing. Like, I know that they like release, like, you know. What what the upcoming episodes are, but I like I prefer going into it like blind. Personally, like I'm just like I've been really enjoying just be like oh wow like I did like until I like pull up the episode and I'm like oh what if da 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 I'm like that's gonna be interesting, <laughs> and you know and it's like sometimes like like more than anything it's like even like we you know what was the title of the one, what if the world lost its heroes was that what it was yeah yeah. It's like, okay, like in my mind, I had an idea of what that episode was going to be like. And then when I actually watched it, I was it was completely different. I was like, oh, man, like I did not realize that this is what this episode was going to be. And that's a, a great experience for me, too. So, you know, I don't need any synopses. I don't need to know titles beforehand. It's like, let me just hit play on Wednesday, you know? <laughs> yeah, makes sense yeah. to me. Mhm. All right. What what are we talking about next, Jay? Um, let's do Star Wars. Let's do it. Okay. Mo- moment of silence so Mo can insert comic book reviews. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I I wanted to say theater. But that was last review. Right. Okay. So uh yeah, Star Wars, the High Republic, um, Edge of Balance. The Edge of Balance. That's the full well, title. First off, let me ask you first off, are you caught up with all your High Republic? No, like- no, I'm not caught up with all of it because like I haven't finished the novel yet. Um I am probably like two or three issues behind in the comic, even though I have them, but I haven't read them yet. Um, and I also have like one of those like little kid activity books or something like that that I like haven't I haven't read yet. Like I like I, I went all in on the High Republic because I was like, you know what? I like this seems interesting to me. And you know, no, I know I other people. It. Yeah, other people are trashing it, but first, like I haven't read anything that I've disliked yet. So, 
you know, I'm just like, hey, I get it. You all don't like it. You feel like it's, you know, the woke agenda coming for Star Wars. And it's like, okay, I mean, look, you're more than welcome to feel how you feel. I know for me, it's like, Wait, I haven't read it. Saying about it? It's some woke? people have. Some people feel that way because, you know, I mean, look, there's a lot of women and minorities in these woke, in these uh, High Republic stories. And, you know, I mean, that's, that's enough. That's like enough. It's kind of like, like what books, but a lot of women and minorities. Like you mean the like the like novelization? The yeah. Or the, oh, the non-canon non-canon that they threw out had lots of women and minorities. Hey, listen. The absolute best dark was a woman. The best the best like Sith Lord? Yeah. Who's the best Sith Lord that was a woman? Rain. Dar- Darth Rain? Yeah. Which who's that? Bane's apprentice. Oh! Dang, was was her name Rain? Well, that was her nickname. I don't remember her real name, but she oh, was gotcha. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean Bane Bane, yeah. Like his apprentice was awesome. Um yeah, but okay. Okay. And that's like, that's the best Sith Lord to you? Yes. That's interesting. Uh, hey, that's fair. I will look. I will definitely uh, keep that in my mental memory bank and be like, man, that's, a, that's another one of those J opinions that it's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's fair. That's fair though. I mean, rain, dark rain. Okay, yeah, got gotcha. you. Okay, cool. So, um, I forgot about Asajj Ventress. Yeah, Asajj Ventress. I did not is cool forget too. about her. She one well, wasn't a Darth. No, yeah, definitely um, not. Not not a Sith Lord. And uh, if we are talking about just Force users, she was pretty amazing. Oh yeah, no. The um, South Ventures is fantastic, and like I, I'm actually trying to get, uh, like a Sith Lord, like a Sith Lord, um, Black Series kind of collection going on, mm-hmm. and it, it hasn't even started yet. It hasn't started yet, but I was, I'm planning on having. And Asajj Ventress is a part of that, even though she doesn't belong there. She's not a Sith Lord, but she's still Asajj Ventress. Like, that's going to be one of those, like, that's my asterisk pick, you know? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You know she died, right? Yeah. I do know this. It was sad, uh, but it was an awesome book. Like, yeah. Man, yeah. She, her mastery of the dark side is just amazing. Mm-hmm. But but technically in this new canon she's she's not necessarily dead, right? Oh the new canon? I don't know if she even exists in the new canon. And the book is actually technically a kind kinda off canon. Like it's canon adjacent. Mm. 
No, like okay. they wanted Candidate to do, that. They actually wanted to do like it's based on a script that didn't make it into the show. Okay. So they wanted it to happen, but I don't remember why it didn't. Okay. Cool. Cool. So yeah, but let's talk about this. So, uh, uh, Star Wars: The High Republic, The Edge of Balance. It's a manga. Um, I, you know, unfortunately, like, well, maybe I can pull it up real quick to see if I can tell you all who it's like by. Um, for, um, forgive me for. Oh, go for it. A story by Shima Shinya and mm -hmm. Justina Ireland with art by mm -hmm. Mizuki. Sakaki Bara. Okay, thank you, Jay. So I, I like this. Uh, the the you seen you're seeing the cover there. The person that's on the cover, the, the young lady. Uh, oh man, like I'm I'm woefully unprepared today. Lily. <laughs> What's her name again? Lily. There you go. Lily, uh, which is a interesting. Like, I feel like that's probably one of the most regular-ass Jedi names we've ever had, right? Like, <laughs> Lily. That's like Lily and her apprentice, John. You know? <laughs> like, like, you know? Like, this fool is just ma Master Lily and Master Fred. You know? <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay, Master Fred. I guess. But, uh, yeah, it's just straight-up Lily. And uh Lily is like the the character is, is like the story is basically about her and about her journey um as or, or kind of coming into her own as a Jedi Knight and like what it means like for her to have her apprentice and also like her kind of exploring like like the nature of being a Jedi. And so, you know, I, I found that really interesting. And on, well, and that that's like what it's like kind of the focus. But as far as the story itself is concerned, it's her um, and, and like, you know, her master and her Padawan uh, like Fighting off, uh, what is it? The Dengar? Is that is that what those things are? Is that yeah. yeah, the Dengar, Dren right? Which Drengear? Oh, okay. Dengear, right? Yeah. And and that's like, you know, the the Dengear like have shown up in other media as well uh, when it comes to the High Republic. And so, um, I mean, yeah, it's like. Yeah, I mean, if you've been reading any of this stuff, the Dengir is probably familiar to you. Um, but it's interesting. So, so I, mean, I think my first question to you, Jay, is, is, is this a manga? Yes. Okay, and why is it a manga? Well, the story and art are by Japanese people with the Justina Ireland. Okay. And but, it's put out by Viz Media. Okay. It's a Japanese manga company. 
So Justine Ireland doesn't taint it to make it non-manga? I don't think so. Okay. What what if it was just Justine Ireland writing it, but then the Japanese artist? Would that still be manga? Um officially mm, see, not sure. See. But <laughs> like I'm not like super rigid. Like I know I had my little tirade last week, but hell, I still I still think of night school as manga. And that was a Russian book. Mm. So so what we're learning is this is more about Americans. Jay's like, you're American making stuff. Don't be trying to call your stuff manga. Nah, I just I just wanna stand up for cartoons. That's fair. That's fair. I'm not mad at that. So, but yeah, this is a manga. Um, it is, but, but it does um, read left to right. So, you know, if you're more of a purist, it's not going to read right to left. Um, but we mentioned what the story is. Jay showing you some of the art here. And what do you think of this art, Jay? Uh, very consistent. That's true. But most, I mean, most manga is, right? Yes. It's like, I, it's I, like, I don't know. Uh-huh. As someone that's read a fair amount of Star Wars comic books. Right. It's not something you can say often that the art is consistent. Well, I agree. Like American Star Wars comic books, like there's definitely been there were times, especially where it would just be like, "Hey, like obviously somebody got pulled in from off the street to like <laughs> draw this middle part." You know, like this fool does not have any kind of art, formal art training. He hasn't been drawing his whole life. He or she, it's like. This is somebody where they're like, hey, man, such and such, we, we had to redo pages like <laughs> seven, eight, nine, and so-and-so is like, I'm, I've already got paid. You got to pay me more to redo those pages. And he, they're like, well, we're not going to pay him. So <laughs> I saw a guy outside that was like, we'll work for food. <laughs> and it's like, can't. Like, if we hand him a pencil, he might be able to do set pages seven, eight, and nine. That's what it right. looks like. It's like, like garbage seven, eight, and nine in the middle of the book. You're like, why did this happen? <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah, it's a weird thing. But, but you're right. Like, Star Wars books do have a tendency to be inconsistent in certain points. And this it does not suffer from that in any way, shape, or form. Right. Um, so honestly, mm -hmm. it's 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 actually pretty good art. Um, I won't lie; I will say the lack of color kind of bugs me a little bit. Like, now that's interesting. Why? Like, it's manga, Joe. I feel like with Jedi's. The color of their saber actually does add to their personality. That's true. Um, 
And so you don't get that here. I mean, you get Lily. She's on the cover. She has green. But right. as far as like her master, um, mm -hmm. I forget the other dashing dude's name, the two Padawans. Mm -hmm. It's like, I feel like you lose a little bit. Like, actually, the Padawans, you get a pretty good sense of. Okay. But I still think the color of the saber still just kind of adds to the character. Right. And we don't get that here. Okay. Would you have wanted them to mention what color the sabers were somehow? Honestly, I would rather them just color the sabers. And, and nothing else? Like, yeah. Really? Like, oh. I think stylistically, it would actually look a lot like badass. All of a sudden, Jay has all of these, uh, these, these like manga, manga exceptions. <laughs> well, it's not like no manga is in color. Like, there's lots of color manga. I mean, there's color manga, but most manga doesn't start in color. Eh. I mean, and even I, I mean, are there, is there manga a manga that you? Oh, Even sorry, old school manga would have like color pages in it, right? Okay, and I'll give you that. You're right. Like old school manga does have like a section that might be in color. It. Do you know of any manga that has like just like I guess the best way for me to say it is like stylized or artistic license color, where it's like okay, like if it was only the lightsabers and that was all. Like, have you ever seen that in a manga before? Not offhand that I could think of, no. Yeah, I, I know I've never seen that either. Like I've seen, but it would like be you said. Cool. No, no, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I, and honestly, it's just a part of me that's just more so thinking. Like I feel like there are people out there that are traditionalists, and they just be like, well, you're either going to color it all, or you're going to have you have pages that have color, like you were talking about. They should read red, or like black, and white. white, and red. They should read what? Red Sonia, black, white, and red. Oh. And then tell me about that color, like one color thing was bad. Well, but Red Sonia's not manga. Still, it's in black and white with just red blood. It's pretty awesome to look at. I believe, I believe it. I believe it. So, um, like, what did you think of Lily's design as far as, like, her, her design as a Jedi in general? Um, physically, I like her design. Um, even character-wise, I think she's actually pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's no knight errant, but... <laughs> it could be. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I like her design a lot. Mm -hmm. And her character. Like, she's like cool, kind of sure of herself, but she's not like anywhere close to like being like, she knows that she has limits. Mm hmm. And uh, she might not know what they all are, 
but she's definitely open to learning about them to make up for them. Um, she knows she's not really good with kids, which is kind of interesting because now she has to deal with kids. <laughs> right. She's left alone on the planet. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like, I actually do like this character a lot. Like, I think I'm going to end up following her. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I agree. Like, I, I do find the character interesting, too. And I feel like she does have, like, a lot of, of different kind of dichotomy to her. Like, you know, part of her that is very, like, competent and aware of her skills, but at the same time definitely has, like, like questions her abilities and um it's just you know trying to like like i like how she also like in her mind at least explores the jedi way and it's just like you know that like it feels like there's a part of her that's almost like I'm not sure if this is the right way to do this <laughs> you know mm -hmm. Where, which is not something that you get a lot from with many jedi uh like, I guess you have to go to particular Star Wars media to do that. You know what I'm saying? To find that. Like, you do get the, there are, those stories do exist. Um, but yeah, you definitely have to go deeper into Legends or maybe play a video game to get those stories generally. And so it's, it's interesting to see this as like, okay, this is a, 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 a character in the current canon that's like, delving into that. Also, right. too, I will say that I like like her initial, like her her design, I won't say her initial, but her design is interesting because it definitely has like um, hints of like kind of like feudal samurai-ish kind of thing going on. Right. But, she has the she has like the lightsaber and the short blade. Mm-hmm. But it still looks very like at least in black and white still looks like very much like a Jedi kind of uh, outfit. So like, you know, I would love to see her design. Um, like, well, I, I know like her design is in color on the cover. I kind of feel like that's not like exactly the same design that's in the book, but maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't know. You, you can't. Can, is can you quickly pull that back up? Yeah. Um real quick. Mm -hmm. Uh this is her stance. Uh this is when she's about to spar with her Padawan. Yeah. And uh and she, and she pulls those from the side, which that's like that in itself is an interesting design choice too, because those twin blades kind of stick up like the, her her lightsaber hilts don't hang like most Jedi's from her belt. They kind of stick up and out like right, like samurai swords. And yeah. I can pull up her cover. Yeah, but it's like there were points in the book that I was kind of like, I wish I could see what that looks like in color. And I feel like the the version of her costume that's on the cover isn't exactly. Oh, you know what it is? Is 
she's off to the side. Like the main part I want to kind of see is like that middle section, like the the belt looking section that you that's kind of pretty much all covered up. Right. <laughs> and I remember reading the book and I was like, oh, I wonder what that looks like in color. And yeah, you can't really see it like the front of it here. But uh yeah, but it's a it's a nice design though. It it looks really cool and like it it has traditional kind of um samurai elements to it, but that but at the same time it still looks like a Jedi outfit. And that's awesome. I got right. I felt like that was a great a great balance that got struck there. Yeah. Yeah. So how'd you feel about this story? I a little underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um but I think I would be more whelmed if I was like current. Um this book happens after one tragedy and during another. Mm-hmm. Um there's like a space collision. Mm-hmm. And then there's an attack on the fair. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like off to the side of that. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly one of the stories that like it fleshes out the world. Yeah. So if you are reading, like it adds on to it. It gives you more depth. It makes everything feel more alive. Mm-hmm. And it loses a little bit I think this story loses a little bit because I am not current. I hear I'm you. not up on all of these events that are going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, me, that's not on the story. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because I, I feel where you're coming from because I do feel like I, when I was reading this book, and, you know, like I said, I'm behind, I was definitely feeling like, man, if I had been reading all this stuff and you know, like I know that there'd be some of these references would hit me in a different way if I had like finished the novel and I was like current with the comic. I felt like okay, this would probably feel a little bit different. But at the same time, I felt like I, I appreciated the way the story and the the little tidbits were mentioned because it didn't spoil anything, but at the same time, it made me realize, like, oh, okay, well, that is, like, something, like, because I'm aware of the other, the other media, and because I, like, you know, I've started reading some of that stuff, like, I was like, oh, I know that if I keep reading this, like, the things that are referencing here, I'll learn more about if I keep reading that book, or if I read these comics, or something like that, you know? Right. And I kind of appreciated the idea that they didn't spoil the story for me because I was a little afraid of that, like reading this. I was like, oh, man, I haven't read that novel yet. Am I going to mess around and like basically like have that book spoiled for me by reading this? And I can say that I was not spoiled by that. Um, what I will also say is like I felt like the story like was good on its own. Like, I felt like, you know, I, I do ag- agree with you in the sense that I think I would have gotten, it, it would have felt like the story was 
maybe a little bit more impactful if I had been doing all that reading. But the story in and of itself, I was like, this is a cool story. And it mainly, but it's mainly because I think I kind of enjoy the, the lens that they're feeding it to me through, which is Master Lily. And so it's like, right. I think that it, if I didn't enjoy that character, I might have had a different feel about the whole story in general, but because I'm like, no, this is this seems like a cool character, and I'm interested in her take on what it means to be a Jedi. It kind of made this entire story feel like you know seem pretty cool. Yeah, like I said, it's not a bad story. I just think it would have hit better if I was caught up, but I, I do enjoy. I did enjoy it. Indeed. Indeed. Okay, cool. So, cool. so mm -hmm. oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Uh, should we rate it? Yeah, that's what I was going to say that, but we should definitely <laughs> rate it. We're on the same way, but Jay, as usual, what would you rate uh, Star Wars, The High Republic, The Edge of Balance, uh, which number one, this is only like number one in a series apparently, right? Right. Um, I enjoyed it. I liked the main character. I liked the artwork. Um, I liked the feel of the story. Um, I think if I was current, it would be like really fleshing out those whole new galaxies that they're building. Um, and yeah, like I, I enjoyed it. Like, I would give it a three and a half. Cool. Cool. As for me, um, I, I enjoyed it as well. Um, wow. It's like, honestly, I think, I think I got to give the high Republic, the etch of balance a four. Just because I, I really enjoyed it. And I thought that the characters that they created in this book uh, or, or that they had on display in this book were interesting. The story was definitely very um, much more grounded than some Star Wars stories that you're used to. But it was a really good story and it had a great feel to it. I, I enjoyed it. The art was great. I'm gonna give it a four out of five. So, okay. Yeah. With that said, let's talk about Happy Conoco's Killer Life. Um, and Jay, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and and let you talk about what this book is. Okay. So, what this book is. Um, one second. What this book is, there we go. Uh, this book, A Happy Kanako's Killer Life, is about a girl, uh, office worker, unmarried. Uh, she's basically gets forced out of her job by a city, shitty boss. She's like forced to resign, and she goes looking for a new job. And ends up accidentally applying with a, a company of hitmen, 
assassins. That's what happens sometimes. Right. Like, she just went for the first (laughs) uh, thing in the phone book to apply. And uh, she ends up getting the job. And she becomes an assassin. Like, not the most adept assassin. (laughs) In fact, a lot of her early kills are kind of like luck. Or her just like clumsily shooting on accident. Uh, But eventually she actually does get good-ish. Get good. And she develops a reputation, but she has an issue where she wants to kill bad people, but her boss tells her that she can only kill people that they're paid to kill. And so she's kind of like, she's enjoying the new job, but she still has to do deal with like work stuff like you know, not killing people that they're not paid to kill. Now, one of the things that's interesting about this book is that it is, the story is told one page at a time. Oh, Um, really? Yeah. You did not notice that? I mean, I understood that there was like a point, like I was like, like oh, okay. I noticed there was something weird <laughs> that it was like each page. Like I think the big thing was like how like at the end of each page it has like like a little like saying or something, and I'm like, why are they doing that? And I, that's the answer to that question <laughs> because the story's told one page at a time. Right. You know, like, like you know, and I'm just like, oh, like, I did not realize, though, that that's how the, the story was being delivered. Like, one page at a time. Is it, like, every day? Or? It is. I don't know how it was originally released. Okay. But the guy is um, known for doing serial, like, web comic daily type stuff okay so probably daily but right and and we should mention uh yeah the story and art is uh toshia wakabayashi right yeah so man that's that see so that makes that makes that helps answer one of the questions that i had because i was like why does why is there like a little like saying or whatever at the end of every page and right. I'm like, I, and it's not, it's not to say that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just like, what's the purpose? Like, why do that? But I'm reading it after the fact. <laughs> right. And uh, I feel like the most awesome thing about this book is all the amazing puns. <laughs> um, I'm so happy, Jay, these puns. The, that's the other part. <laughs> I'm like, why are these buds here? <laughs> like, I don't know why they're there, but I love them so much. And they're all animal puns. Oh, uh, everyone. Yes. A- animal, animal, like, it's 
it's animal vocabulary puns, which I'm like, so wait, was this done in English originally? No. I don't believe, oh. no, no, it wasn't. Okay. So they had so, to translate these puns. But but they don't translate the puns directly because, like, a, I'm sure, like, you know, like you have a, a frog, right? And uh -huh. the word for the word for frog in Japan is not a pun in the same way that the word for frog is a pun in English. So that means there must be like somebody has to make up puns for English, right? Possibly, yes. Which is a crazy kind of thing, because. Which and that would explain a lot too, because I'm, I bet you the puns in Japanese are much more clever than the ones in English. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure if that's the case, but I will say I do love these puns. Well, I'm not mad at you, Jay. What which pun do you love the most, or or, or what what's an example of a pun that really like tickled you when you first read it? Um, like, I mean, it starts at the beginning where she's like surprised that it's an assassin firm. And mm -hmm. she's like, this is an assassin firm. Get out of here. Yeah. Like, dude. By her. Yeah. Yeah. Or when she says for hell snakes. Dude, this is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's like a part of why it like, you know, I mean, like, like it, it it's entertaining probably like, or, or I'll say this. I think I would think I will go as far as to say it's entertaining what, whether they work or not, but it's definitely on the fence for me. Like some things where you're like, you know how some things you're like, dude, the, 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 it, the, the, entertaining part of it is that it doesn't work or how ridiculous it is. I don't mm -hmm. feel like these puns are quite there. Like, they're not, like, I know there was one where I was just like, this one is, um, oh, look, oh, oh no, he armo, ar armadillo didn't. And oh, no, like, he armadillo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Like, I, I, armadillo. No, armadillo did it. It, it does like, it for I, me. Like really? But ah. I, I like puns. Like even, like even like a lot of bad puns. I just, I kind of, I kind of dig puns. No, I mean, like, I, I like puns too. I, I actually appreciate a good pun. But armadillo didn't is like that doesn't work. That's that has to be one of the ones where like. In Japanese, I'm sure it works. It's like in the English, they're like, man, armadillo, like, <laughs> like arm armadillo didn't is the best I can do. And I'm like, okay, like if that that makes more sense to me. Cause I'm like, okay, like you're trapped with this armadillo. And they're like, make a, a pun for the armadillo in English. And you know, I'm like, uh, that's hard. That's hard. Uh, yeah. says Jay is a punny dude. 
It's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at Hexilla. Uh, Hexilla says, I made you fan art, Mayor. Not in the traditional sense, though. Maybe a thumbnail for this app. Well, we appreciate you, Heck. Thank you, buddy. You're you're the man, Heck. You you've been the man. As far as far as you're concerned, as far as I'm concerned, you definitely have like one of these like honorary Fantastic Four member early spots. I don't like you're you're either the fifth member or the sixth member. I don't know which one. You may have to fight Tiger Claw for the fifth spot. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, it's like that one. I was like, oh. I was like, what is that? Like, because Armadillo, like, <laughs> Armadillo didn't. It's like, I love how you said that. Like, it makes sense. <laughs> like, of course, it's Armadillo didn't. Oh, no. <laughs> of course, it's Armadillo didn't. It's like, no, nah, Joe. It's not, of course, Armadillo didn't. <laughs> but yeah, man. So, you know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but so you you laid out the story. Office worker. She's trying to get a new job because she hated the old one, and she goes into this assassin firm. I don't know if you mentioned like she's like. Ironically enough, she's a natural. A natural. Like she, I, I don't think I mentioned it. Yeah, but um, she's she's good at assassinating folks because of like her awkward social skills, kind of. Right, like, like she can shoot because she played a lot of video games by herself, and <laughs> she's great at sneaking around because she doesn't want to be seen in like social situations. Like she's right. like trying to like l like lay low. And, you know, it's one of these things where, like, you know, there's people I'm sure that are, um, you know, like they look at me today and they're like, you know, there's no way that you were ever introvert. But, Jay, you can vouch for me. <laughs> Having yeah. known me my whole life, it's like, I wasn't always like this. <laughs> you know, like, I grew up very socially awkward. And reading some of these things, I was just like, I can totally relate to that. Like, well, I don't know that I'm good at shooting because I played video games, but I played a lot of video games. So I could, like, if you want to be like, oh, well, I'm good at shooting because of video games. Like, okay, like, I'll, like, I'll give you that, you know, because I get what it's like being a socially awkward person that just, like, was just happy to play video games on their own, you know? Like, I don't, look, Jay can tell you, because again, Jay is literally my my oldest and one of my closest friends. Like I spent hours watching Jay play video games, and when I say that, like, and I don't say that like waiting to play. <laughs> I'm talking about like I I was very happy and very content watching Jay play video games and just be like, no, I don't even need to play. I just want to watch him play. Like you know, and so I guess that makes Jay one of the first like. You know, I don't know if he's one of the first social influencers or one of the first like let's play guys. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he is because I follow Jay. <laughs> so you know, but 
is like I'm that dude, and like that, like that shows up in my habits of like watching stuff today. Where it's like, there's definitely people that I enjoy watching play video games, and that, like, they're games that I rather just watch somebody else play than play myself. So, you know, but it was a really interesting thing, like this socially awkward person who had a certain set of skills that happened to translate over to the field of assassination. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, this is another good one where she's like, that's totally nuts. <laughs> I, I just like you a little bit right now, Jay. Just so you know. <laughs> just, just so you know. It's totally nuts. Like, that's one of the better ones. No question on that. But <laughs> this gives people an idea of what we're working with here with these puns. That's totally nuts. Like, that's that's one of the, that's definitely on the high end of these puns. So if you read that and you're like, that's the good one? It's like, yeah, that's the good one. <laughs> right. Oh, jeez, man. So how do you feel about like uh, you know, like the story of this, like, uh, like, yeah, like, what, 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 how do you feel about the story and how it's like handled through this book? Um, I like the story. Um, mm -hmm. like it's it's it is familiar and yet still kind of wild and out there, like. Someone switching jobs in 30, they're like not happy, switching jobs and being enamored with like the new job, like it's their perfect fit. That's mm -hmm. not new, mm -hmm. but done well, it's still an interesting read. And this one is quirky yeah. because the new job is assassin. Right. And it's not like she's like a bloodthirsty person, like a psychopath. Um in fact, at first, she actually like feels really bad and has to get drunk after work each night. But it's, yeah, it's, it's just really interesting watching her get better, watching her, like, stick to her strong suits. Like, they have this uh, thing, like, you mentioned her ability to, like, blend in and kind of erase her presence. Mm -hmm. uh, she's, like, working with someone above her, and she, like, is constantly doing that during the fights and she ends up sneaking up on him and it's kind of mm -hmm. like a running gag for a little bit right and uh yeah like this story is just fun yeah now i will admit that me being me obviously you know i i do have a like love of violence and gore in my fiction. <laughs> um, and you do not get that here. Right. Uh, most of the kills are off screen. Yeah. Uh, even, even like the, a lot of times the hit will be like off screen. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't detract from how charming the story is at all. Mm -hmm. Like, I still have a really good time watch, reading it. Um, I think the one-page format helps, too. Like, it, it really makes it digestible, like, and easy to read through. Um, 
it's just yeah like it's a really good feeling it, it flows really well um so I, I really do like the format i like the story i like the characters everything is charming i love when she kills assholes <laughs> and uh yeah like I, I love this book i i feel like the one page format's definitely gonna make me have to like go back and reread some of it to be like, oh, like, because don't get me wrong, I agree with you. Like, I feel like it, it flows really well. And I feel like uh, the story, like, like, I didn't realize the book was presented like page by page. But now that you say it, it makes sense in how it is that you know, like the beats of the story or whatever, because it does feel like okay, like you know, you kind of get a little something with each page, and that seems like it would be hard to do. Like you know, like I feel like most people write in more like act kind of beats, you know. Mm -hmm. But if you're like, oh well, I got to make sure that I deliver every page, just a little something, like you know, because I'm, you know, we all know there's maybe some pages that are more impactful than others, but if you're delivering a page each time you put something out, you're going to want to make sure that people at least feel like satisfied with that page. And so, yeah, that makes me feel like I have to go back and look at it. Uh, uh, like again, to kind of like take that, taking that information into account. What I will say is this though, about this book, like I, I do, I did enjoy reading, reading like the different, the different parts of it. Um, I do feel though, like, you know, when, as I was reading it, I'm like, I think I would enjoy this better as an anime. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and it, it just kind of like, even like the animal pun part of it, I was kind of like, this might, like, I might feel different about this if it was an anime. Because then the, you know, the animal will come out in a weird way or something. And, that might feel comical as opposed to it's like the comedy kind of strictly being on like the pun, <laughs> you know, but just like, I just kind of feel like the character and like in my mind, I can't, I, I was reading it and seeing like all of this, like moving and feeling like it would be a more enjoyable experience in that format, which was strange for me. Cause I don't normally feel that way about, manga or comics or or anything like you know like like i read comics and i'm like oh it would be great it would be really cool to see this animated so i could see it move but i don't ever feel like oh well the the best version of this would be animated <laughs> or the the best you know or the best version of this would be like in some sort of movie or something like that but this story is a it's a great premise and i really enjoy what i did read and um, it does have a cool kind of quirkiness to it, but I kind of feel like, man, like this might, this might not be the format for this story. Like this story might need to be animated or maybe it needs to be like a movie. Okay. Yeah. I was shocked by that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, if we're lucky, like short form anime is actually pretty big. So we might yeah. get, we might end up getting it at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's very possible. You're right. You're right. 
So we talked about the story. Oh, what what do you think about the art? I liked it. Very cute. It is cute. It is in color. Right? Um yes. Yeah, it's yeah. in color. So, you know, so it's not traditional manga. No joke. I'm joking. I saw cats out there were like, wait, what? No, but yeah, it is in color, so that's cool. And um yeah, it it's interesting just because um reading both of the like this book and the High Republic Ed, the edge of balance back to back. It was interesting, like the difference in the the two styles. And you know, I was like, yeah, like this is cool. Did you say <laughs> it was unbelievable? Oh, dude! If you don't stop with this, and that's the thing. Oh, like that's so, unbelievable. Like what? <laughs> So I'm saying, man, like they they all can't be friggin' turtley, right? <laughs> they can't all be turtley, right? So what would you rate? This so you for? know, uh, you know what? It's hard. It's hard. Like, I'm not 100% certain. Like, I, I kind of... What, what my instinct is telling me is to, to rate it 3 out of 5. I feel like I enjoyed the book more than 3 out of 5. But I think that it's a 3 out of 5 book. Um, But, you know, it's like... It's a strange thing because um, you're like, I... Oz is in, is in chat. He says, I wish this comic was a movie instead. Mary Young. And it's like, I, I do feel that way. And that, that kind of taints. Like, I, and I don't know that I wish it was a movie more than as well. Maybe I wish it was, it was anime. So it could be an anime movie. You know what I mean? But I, I don't know. Like, there's a part of me that does feel that way. Like, I feel like this may not be the format, the best format for this story. And that might be, you know, like, it's weird because, you know, like, it's strange for me to feel that just because of how much I love comics. But also, too, there's a part of me that's kind of like, um, like, it would be cool to see this in motion. And then also, too, like, you know, anime usually is like a pretty, well, well I don't say usually, but there's many, an like some of my favorite anime are like really faithful adaptations of the source material. And it's like, there's small changes, but most of the time it's like literally just like what you read is what you see moving. And that's a, a cool thing about the transition from manga to anime that you don't always get in American comics. Um. But in this instance, it's like almost like I don't even know that like you know just talking about the things that you mentioned, Jay. Where it's like I don't know if I'd be mad if they like did like the manga and animated it, and then also like added like some of these assassinations 
you know, like some action sequences because it's like, why not, you know? <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know, a lot of this stuff that happens off screen, it's like, it would be kind of cool to see that happen on screen. And so, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like I- I'm very conflicted in my opinion on this. And I don't know why I feel this way necessarily, but I feel like it's usually, I usually feel the exact opposite. Like, I'm usually like, you know, I don't want it to deviate from the source material. I don't necessarily need it to be animated or in a live action sense, but I'm having all these opposite feelings. I'm going to give, I'm going to give Kanako's Happy Kanako's Killer Life, three out of five. What about you, Jay? Um, I would give it a four out of five. Like, I I really enjoyed it. I, I like the one page format. I like the character. I like the assassinations. Um, and I think it is interesting watching the character evolve from like where yeah. she starts and she's like like nervous and mm-hmm. killing people on accident then she becomes like an assassin and like superstar right and she's still nervous but she's got a little more confidence and uh you know she wants to Like, she kind of goes through, like, all these different changes. And it's not, like, they really develop the character. Like, the character goes through an arc. Right. Like, yeah, like, a really interesting arc. Um, And it shows in a bunch of ways. Like, there's a point where she has a conversation with her mom. And she's like talking about like how she she ends up confessing that she lost her job but she got a new one and she's like really Mm -hmm. enjoying it and really happy um there's a part where she like runs into an old school friend and they start hanging out but she's like she's still really socially awkward so like it's hard for her to like kind of rebuild this friendship because she's not sure how to act Right, and, like, she's dealing with that and the assassinations and wanting to do good, and it's yeah, like I like watching her go right. through all this, right? Uh, it's entertaining, so I would say yeah. like a four out of five. No, well, there you go, there you go. Uh, let me ask you, Jay, is, is this still ongoing? Like, are there like pages? that come out still, or has it ceased? I believe this is volume one. And okay. there should be a second volume coming. I but don't know is it, hap- it Are there, like, single pages that are getting released that somewhere that people can, like, go look at? Do you know? I don't... Honestly, don't know. Like, And that's okay. I, you know, I was in the comic shop on right. my tablet... Okay. You talk to the person behind the virtual desk. <laughs> right. No, right. but it was like a new release. Happy Kanako's Killer Life. 
And so, like, the front page and the title was enough to get me to check out the synopsis. And the synopsis sounded good, like an office lady that becomes a hitman. Mm -hmm. I was actually getting like a little Stephanie Plum vibes. See that? If you don't know, that's the Janet Ivanovich detective that uh, got fired from her job, so she became a bounty hunter. And she's like terrible at it, but she gets better and better. (laughs) And uh, I thought it might be something like that. And a little different feel, but Mm -hmm. like definitely more comedic. But yeah, like I ended up really liking it. Cool. And uh, yeah, so like it's a little weird. Like I know for me, when I was reading it, like the one page format was like obvious to me. Like I couldn't help, like I just noticed that. that everything was in the one-page format. And uh, looking a little into it, not really, but uh, seeing that he's done serial-type stories before that were collected into volumes, uh, I don't remember the name of his big one, uh, but it was, like, pretty popular, like a romance manga that was serialized. Mm. And uh, yeah, so I I think this is just volume one. Uh, I don't know where to find the individual strips, or if there's a place where you could watch or read the ongoing ones. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, look, we'll look into it, and if we or when we find it, uh, why don't you go to our Instagram? And check that out. We'll, we'll we'll post it to our Instagram. So if you're not following us, follow us on Instagram, and we'll put it there. Well, I'll 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 ask Moses to do it. He'll do it. He'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, but yeah, that's cool. Like that's cool. Like and and I would be interested to like check out what it's like getting like a comic page periodically. Like I don't know whether he they do it daily or every other day or I mean I'm assuming because it's a page. I would assume it'd have to be like at least every other day or, you know, maybe like two or three a week, something like that. You know what I mean? Well, when my, uh, when Mega Tokyo was coming out, that was a two day a week thing. Yeah. Um, you may remember Mega Tokyo, the web comic about a guy who moves to Tokyo uh, for a job and he ends up getting stranded there uh, with no job. And no apartment. Um, as it, as happens sometimes. <laughs> right, right. Um, really good series, and I was reading that like one or two pages or two pages a week. Yeah. So, I am familiar with waiting for pages. Yeah, and if you're you know when you're talking about somebody that's like a writer artist like. I'm not mad at it personally. Like, you know, it's it's interesting. Like like that's something that's happened in in like the that space for a little while. And it almost feels like that's kind of like almost what um people are experimenting with 
in in American comics now with things like the Substack and things like that, you know. Mm, right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. So okay, that's a Conoco, a Happy Conoco's Killer Life. So we'll we'll see where it goes from here, and we'll try to see if we can post uh, or, or give you all a little bit of information on where you can check those pages out a little bit later on the Fantastic Forum Instagram. So I know we're we're basically just about coming up on time. Jay, you want to talk about a few news stories real quick, or what are you thinking? Yeah, sure. All You've right, let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Woo! Comic book news. Comic book news. No, not like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. You sound just like Amber, Jay. You sound just like Amber. <laughs> Listen, be careful. Oz might try to kiss you or something. Watch out. <laughs> It's happened before. Don't let it happen again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Jay, you got any news? Anything that's like jumped out at you lately? Um, HBO is leaving Amazon Prime Video. I did. <laughs> Look, you said that with gravitas, Jay. <laughs> HBO is leaving Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> no, I, like, Damn. I, 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 did, I, I didn't mean to give it gravitas. You gave it I gravitas, Jay. Swallowing the wrong way. I listen. And so I, I needed to I, make sure that I didn't completely swallow terribly. Right now, I'm like, I, like I'm sitting here like, is Amazon Prime okay? <laughs> I need to know, Jay. Please help us. Talk to us. Let us know what's going on with that. So, basically, they had a deal with Amazon, and they were not willing to change that deal when HBO Max came out. Mm -hmm. And so, they kind of just pulled HBO from the prime services, but they mm. will have an app on the Amazon fire stick. <laughs> um, Which is like an HBO go app or what is it? Uh, the, the HBO max app. Oh, the HBO, oh, the HBO max. Jeez, yeah. Man, like, that's going to be so, on so, the fire stick. Okay. So like, okay. The way it was, was you could subscribe to HBO through Amazon. So, right. you know, you use your Amazon Pay Info, you watch it on Amazon Video. Now they're taking that away, and they're going to have their own app on the Fire Stick. Hex, um, Hex and, say, Hex, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I would say Hex in chat. He was like, who, who wasn't willing to change, HBO or Amazon? Amazon. Got it. There you go. Which, yeah, you did say that. You're like, and, like... HBO is trying to change the, the deal because they have HBO Max now, and Amazon's like, nah, no changes. Right. <laughs> so, like, that, deal, that deal you made before, that's your deal forever. <laughs> <laughs> so right now they're looking to lose about 5 million subscriptions to HBO. 
uh, Jeez. they're hoping that everyone that loses their subscription will come to HBO Max. Um, but we won't know. Well, that's sure. not going to happen. No, no, look, we look, <laughs> no, we know for sure. Five million people aren't going to sign up to HBO Max because you can't get it on Amazon no more. Now, now, I'm not saying that some of those people won't transfer over. Sure, some of them will, but not five million. Like you're not going to get like 100 percent. Like, and I'm not even talking about like over time. Like you know, I'm talking about no. Like half of those people, no, are going to be like, <laughs> like they're like. I was happy doing this because I could do it through this way. Like you, like you know what I'm talking about, Jay. You're one of those yeah, people, right? Definitely. Right. You'd be like, no, like I. You're like I was. I enjoyed this because I could get it in this particular, this particular way. And right. you're like, you're making it hard for me now, and so I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah, like it's, it's one of the reasons why I only keep like subscription services for like a month or two. Like, mm -hmm. if they were on Amazon, I would keep them all the time. Like, well, there you go. Watch it through that app. Like, wow, that's so wild, Netflix man. Or Hulu through Amazon, like, just watch it there. Yeah. I would, I would be subscribed to Netflix and Hulu right now. And I'd be able to watch um, Why the Last Man, which isn't <laughs> on Amazon for some reason. <laughs> I mean, they, they want it for their own network for a little bit, probably, Jay. But give it a moment. Well, I mean, the, like network, like a lot of the shows in general, a lot of shows, you know, they premiere on their network and then they sell the individual episodes or season on Amazon. So you get it like mm -hmm. the next day. Oh, okay. And for some reason, they're not doing it with Why the Last Man. Gotcha. So... I'm not watching Why the Last Man. Dang. Which, well, there to be it honest, is. I never really got into the comic, so I'm not willing to go out of my way to watch it. Like, if it was easy, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. But they're making me work for it, so no. Okay. Well, that's fair. Look, I'm just looking at chat real quick. I see Sir John. Sir John says hello. Hello, Sir John. Also, Hecht's here saying... Amazon, you dumb sons of bitches. <laughs> like, I mean, if I, I was you, Amazon, I would, if I was Amazon, I would work with everyone to try, like, getting people to my app. That would be my biggest thing. Like, that's what I would be trying to do. Mm. Like, I don't know. Like, I know for streaming services, for Amazon, engagement is different. But if I feel like if everyone was watching all of their streaming services through my app, an app that sells things, yeah, like I would be on top. Like if people could just because the things that aren't available are available to buy. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I, I I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Big Man twenty four seven says HBO like I'm HBO bitch. Fuck your couch, <laughs> <laughs> which, which nice. is very well might be the comment of the night. Uh, <laughs> like, 
Uh, and then, but even though, sure, John is here giving that comment a run for its money here with the why the last man proved that not only Netflix can make horrible comic book adaptations, <laughs> which I'm assuming that that's a commentary on Sweet Tooth, but uh, you know, they made a bunch of terrible, well, in some people's right, opinion, no. adaptations. Like, I know right. a lot of people weren't feeling Jupiter's legacy, right. And and that's the thing, which you know, it very well be a commentary on both, you know, and you know, in and fairness, the Death Note movie had issues. <laughs> so, well, dang, everybody out here, like, yeah, Netflix, they don't do that. <laughs> I, you know what, though, I will say this. I will say this, and just because we're in the, the news segment and it's a little more freestyle here, I feel like Jupiter's Legacy got a little bit of a bad rap. Like, some of the effects left something to be desired, but the story itself, it's like, like, it's definitely not the comic, but as far as adapt adaptations go, it's like, it's not terrible, but I don't know. Uh, Sweet, I don't know. Sweet Tooth, Jupiter's Legacy, She-Man. See, see. You didn't have to do that, little. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm about to call school Little John. I'm sorry, you had to do that, Sir John. You had to do that, Sir John. She man, come on. Give, give that he that, that masters of the universe the respect it deserves. At least call it by his title, if, even if you don't like it. <laughs> she man. The new one's out tomorrow, I think. Listen, Jay. Listen. Oh, I'm telling you, people are gonna be like, you know what? That last joint wasn't as bad as we thought when this joint comes out. <laughs> I believe it, but it isn't that weird though to have like two of the same, two different versions of the same show running on your network at the same time. That that seems odd, right? Well, Warner Brothers says no. It seems perfectly normal to them. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you, man. This Wait, is what people are doing now, huh? Warner Brothers says that. Well, what I shows mean, do they have. Well, because they're doing, like, you got, technically, right, you got, like, Ben Affleck, Batman, right? And then you got friggin' Pattinson, Batman, and then you got, like, all these different versions of the Joker, and then mm -hmm. maybe there's gonna be a movie where all these people are all in the same movie. Like, who, like, you know, Michael Keaton's in Flash, you know? <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, dude, these cats are, like, no, no, man. There's no such thing as brand confusion. Like, people don't, like, customers don't do that. And, you know, and don't get me wrong. It's like, they might be right. You know? They might be right. Like, I feel like comic book, people that watch comic movies are getting to a point where they're understanding, like, no, you could have different versions of the same character, and they might ex exist in parallel to one another. Now, I personally feel like the way that DC is doing it is probably a little bit more confusing than maybe like say how Marvel <laughs> might be doing it. You know, like I feel like Marvel is introducing that concept from a story perspective and they might do it or they may not. Who knows? We don't even know. DC is just like, let's just throw, like, let's throw it all at the wall and see what sticks. And so it's like, okay, cool. Like, but it's working for them, right? Like, they're like, people weren't feeling Jared Leto Joker that much. And they're like, oh, we got this Joaquin Phoenix Joker. And people <laughs> like that Joker. So it's like, 
maybe they're right. I don't know. It's not how I would do it, but what do I know? I don't get to make movies. <laughs> right. You know? Maybe one day I'll get to, but probably not, because I don't think I'm trying to do that, and I don't think anybody's trying to make sure that I do it. So that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> dude, I'd love to make a movie. That would yeah, be listen, awesome. Jay, you're a creative dude, man. You should try to make that happen. So, you know, but hey, I'm not here to tell people, you know, how they should and shouldn't be doing their thing. I'm just saying that you know, it, it's interesting because cats are out here, like Marvel and DC, or whether you want to call it Disney and Warner Brothers, or however you want to say it, like they're definitely out here trying two different approaches. So we're going to get to see which one works and which one doesn't, or how successful one is over the other. <laughs> right. Yeah. Look, Oz is in chat. He says Batfleck is also in Flash. Oh, I'm sorry, Jay. Oh. I'll let you do your thing. My bad. No, go ahead. I was on the wrong one yeah. anyway. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. What was what was I saying in that other one that you were? Uh, it's frustrating when Mayor doesn't have his checks and balances when he starts spouting off nonsense. What nonsense am I spouting off, Oz? Like what look, what part of what I said was untrue? Look, I like I, I look, I understand. Oz isn't here to defend DC in person. So, or in real time, maybe I'll say that. Like, he's not here to defend DC in real time. But it's one of these things where it's like, what What part of what I just said was, like, not accurate? I don't even know. He uh, says he ain't got the time, Mayor. I'm, I'm assuming that's a typo. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I don't know what that means. But I'm like, I don't I don't know who E is, but tell E, you ain't like you ain't doing nothing. E, <laughs> e, e don't make no movies. <laughs> what what does Sir John say here? Um, Sir John says DC is like throwing a plate of pasta in the wall to see which sticks, but instead they get sauce everywhere. <laughs> Look, and that's what I'm saying. Like Sir John is feeling like we're we're on the same wavelength here. Exactly. It's like yeah. And I'm not look. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying that you know it's like it will remain to be seen how effective that that method is. Because at the end of the day, it's like listen. Obviously, there's like a rabid or a certain segment of DC's fan base that is like hardcore, right? Like they got a whole like Snyder cut brought into existence. You know, like that's that's hardcore. I mm -hmm. can't deny that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I what I can tell you is this. If Marvel fans were like, we want to see something in particular and you better do it, I don't think Kevin Feige would respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> and and look, that might be for better or for worse. I don't know. Like, you know, so as a Marvel fan, like I like I will say this. As a, as a Marvel fan, I've been pretty satisfied with what we have gotten, but not completely satisfied. You you all have heard like my gripes, and it's like yeah, like there are things that I would do different if it was my call at Marvel. But at the same time, it's like I'm I'm relatively satisfied, and it's like. But what I can tell you is like if I was like deeply unsatisfied, I don't know that there was anything I would be able to do about that at Marvel. It would just be like 
I'd be shouting into the internet, and the cats would be like, yeah, but nothing would change. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're not going to make like a special version of a movie for me on Disney Plus because I like got a whole bunch of fans. Like, I don't like, I, I'm trying to think of how many people would it take for Kevin Feige to be like, you know what? Yeah, make that version of Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> like, I don't think there's not, I don't think I can get enough people to rally behind me to get like a comic book accurate version of the Guardians of the Galaxy for them to be like, yeah, we're going to remake that or give you like another version of it or none of that. Like, you know, like, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. So should um, we head out? Yeah, I guess so. It feels like it, it does feel like about that time because I know like there's other stuff happening, obviously. Like, you know, I, I did I, I like, again, like because of what happened with my computer, I, I wasn't able to produce as much as I would have liked to. Like I did see a story where that apparently like one of the writers from Infinity Train uh got hired at Marvel Studios. One um, of the writers? Yeah, well, oh no, no, I'm sorry. Maybe it's not a writer. Maybe it's a, it's a storyboard artist, but like one basically an animation person <laughs> that worked on things like Infinity Train and something else. What was it Onyx something or other? Got hired at Marvel Onyx Studios. Equinox? Yes. Got hired at Marvel Studios to do animation stuff for them. And I was like, wow, oh, that's nice. story. Yeah, so that's somebody that's like going to be working at Marvel now and doing some kind of projects and stuff. They n nothing that they were able to announce what they were working on, but you know, I'm like, oh, like that was something that was interesting. And then also too, like uh, they had that the whole like um, they had like the gameplay reveal stuff for the Midnight Suns uh, game that you know the the tactical. A uh, turn-based RPG thing that's coming, like it's like a card-based turn, or card battle turn-based RPG with Marvel heroes from Firaxis with right. the Midnight Suns. How does that so, look? We we'll talk more about it maybe in the weeks to come. <laughs> because it's like that's like it's the kind of thing where I know for me it's like in my mind I was like oh we'll do that as like a topic because you know it's just the two of us and i'm like that'd be a cool thing because you show some videos and all that kind of stuff and then my computer crashed so it it doesn't make as much sense in my mind to do it now but just i'll tease it because it's like hopefully i'll get a computer in the week <laughs> okay. or, or be able to fix or be able to fix the old one so that we can get some footage and like actually go more in depth into it because it's it, and honestly it, it is something that I would love to talk about with all four of us here just because you know it's Midnight Suns and we know how big of a Midnight Suns fan Mo is and it would just be interesting to get Oz's take just because Oz is the the DC guy so you know he says it looks good, good like visually not in the fun aspect. <laughs> Is he talking about Midnight Suns? I believe he is. <laughs> oh, that's funny. 
It looks good in the visually, like visually, not in the front aspect. That's hilarious. Oh, man. But yeah, so yeah, I think you're right, Jay. Now's a good time for us to, to go ahead and get out of here. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll, like, Mo will drop the final thought, thoughts music like now. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Jay, give me some final thoughts, man. Um, you know, I've recently been watching a lot of, or some older anime. Mm -hmm. that I enjoyed like when what? I was younger mm -hmm. and I, I still enjoy it now mm -hmm. even though the world has changed Yeah, and I'm not going to apologize for that <laughs> yeah I'm not going to do it uh, that's more than fair friend <laughs> well I will say uh, for the entire Fantastic Forum, even the half of us that aren't here, Oz and Chat, for friggin' Moses out doing his thing, for Jay and myself, uh, we just want to thank you for hanging out with us, for taking the time to contribute to the show. If there's things that you want to see, things that you want us to talk about, please don't hesitate. Hit us on our social media, whether it's our Instagram, whether it's our, our Facebook group, whether it's our Twitter, you know, all of it, fantastic forum. Let us know what it is that you think of the show, what it is you want us to see, what you want us to talk about. Uh, and we would be more than happy to entertain all of that. So uh, with that said, again, we appreciate you. We'll be back next week with a fantastic forum. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>